The heart of a concert hall is people. And when the vast space is dim and empty, as this one was at the moment, a venue can bristle with impatience, indifference, even hostility. Okay, rein in that imagination, Kaylee Town told herself. Stop acting like a kid. Standing on the wide, scuffed stage of the Fresno Conference Center's main hall, she surveyed the place once more, bringing her typically hypercritical eye to the task of preparing for Friday's concert. Considering and reconsidering lighting and stage movements and where the members of the band should stand and sit. Where best to walk out near, though not into, the crowd and touch hands and blow kisses. Where best acoustically to place the foldback speakers, the monitors that were pointed toward the band so they could hear themselves without echoes or distortion. Many performers now used earbuds for this. Kaylee liked the immediacy of traditional foldbacks. There were a hundred other details to think about. She believed that every performance should be perfect, more than perfect. Every audience deserved the best. 110%. She had, after all, grown up in Bishop Town's shadow. An unfortunate choice of word, Kaylee now reflected. I'll be your shadow. Forever. Back to the planning. This show had to be different from the previous one here about eight months ago. A retooled program was especially important since many of the fans would have regularly attended her hometown concerts, and she wanted to make sure they got something unexpected. That was one thing about Kaylee Town's music. Her audiences weren't as big as some, but were loyal as golden retrievers. They knew her lyrics cold, knew her guitar licks, knew her moves on stage, and laughed at her shtick before she finished the lines. They lived and breathed her performances, hung on her words, knew her bio and likes and dislikes. And some wanted to know much more. With that thought, her heart and gut clenched as if she'd stepped into Hensley Lake in January. Thinking about him, of course. Then she froze, gasping. Yes, someone was watching her from the far end of the hall where none of the crew would be. Shadows were moving. Or was it her imagination? Or maybe her eyesight? Kaylee had been given perfect pitch and an angelic voice, but God had decided enough was enough and skimped big time on the vision. She squinted, adjusted her glasses. She was sure that someone was hiding, rocking back and forth in the doorway that led to the storage area for the concession stands. Then the movement stopped. She decided it wasn't movement at all, and never had been. Just a hint of light, a suggestion of shading. Though still, she heard a series of troubling clicks and snaps and groans. From where, she couldn't tell. And felt a chill of panic bubble up her spine. Him. The man who had written her hundreds of emails and letters Intimate, delusional, speaking of the life they could share together, asking for a strand of hair, a fingernail clipping. The man who had somehow gotten near enough at a dozen shows to take close-up pictures of Kaylee, without anyone ever seeing him. The man who had possibly, though it had never been proven, slipped into the band buses or motorhomes on the road and stolen articles of her clothing.
underwear included. The man who had sent her dozens of pictures of himself, shaggy hair, fat, and clothing that looked unwashed. Never obscene, but curiously, the images were all the more disturbing for their familiarity. They were the shots a boyfriend would text her from a trip. Him. Her father had recently hired a personal bodyguard, a huge man with a round, bullet-shaped head and an occasional curly wire sprouting from his ear to make clear what his job was. But Darthur Morgan was outside at the moment, making the rounds and checking cars. His security plan also included a nice touch, simply being visible so that potential stalkers would turn around and leave rather than risk a confrontation with a 250-pound man who looked like a rapper with an attitude, which, sure enough, he'd been in his teen years.